friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today it's all about family with Fast X. The great Dom Toretto. If you never would have gotten behind that wheel, I'd never be the man I am today. And now, I am the man who's going to break your family. Piece by piece. The devil's coming. Boom! Game's over, Dom. You lose. This is your last ride. Then you might want to buckle up. Dom Toretto and his family are targeted by the vengeful son of drug kingpin Hernan Reyes. Written by the team of Dan Mazzao and Justin Lin and directed by Louis Leterrier, Fast X stars Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto, Michelle Rodriguez as Letty, Jason Statham as Shaw, Jordana Brewster as Mia, Tyrese Gibson as Roman, Chris Ludacris Bridges as Tej, and features Natalie Emanuel, Charlize Theron, John Cena, Sung Kang, Helen Mirren, Brie Larson, Scott Eastwood, Jason Momoa, and Alan Richson. I don't know what's funnier to me, the fact that people are still reviewing these movies as if they're expected to be cinematic masterpieces and Oscar draws, or the fact that there's not only 10 of these movies, that there's still likely two more coming that we know of. Story-wise, it is a Fast and Furious movie. It is absolutely ridiculous. Dante Reyes, aka super sadistic Jason Momoa, is going to punish Dom and his entire family for 141 minutes. And in what ridiculous over-the-top way will he do that? Well, in every possible ridiculous way. Oh, and here's a bunch of old characters for good measure, plus Alan Richson, Hot Off Jack Reacher, and Pete Davidson for some reason. Yep. Again, it's a Fast and Furious movie, so take this Nissan Skyline-sized grain of salt. It's actually so ridiculous that it circles back around to being fun again. Acting-wise, again, Fast and Furious. So for Vin, it's all about family and angry, surprised facial expressions. I don't have friends. I got family. For Tyrese, it's being the dumb guy. I mean, I wasn't trying to get into the whole leadership thing, like... Now. For Michelle Rodriguez, it's complete badassery. You'll need to hit me harder for that. But the shining star of this movie, without a shadow of a doubt, is Jason Momoa. <laughs> His completely unhinged murderous sadist is so well played that you can tell he was just having a blast on set. His costumes are incredible, his hair is amazing, and of course his cars fit his persona perfectly. The sheer fact that we're getting at least one more movie with Momoa as our villain makes me so happy for the end of this series because it'll certainly go out with a massive bang. Now that said, there are large portions of the script that are just bad that no matter the quality of acting would be able to save it. Musically though, the movie is decent with strong dance and hip-hop tracks mixed with a bit of rock and roll, and it's exactly what you would want for a movie that revolves around fast driving, guns, and fistfights. Overall though, I know I've said this a number of times and I'm sorry I'm going to do it again, but it's a Fast and Furious movie. They've gone to space, they've landed cars on boats, they've hijacked submarines. They're completely bananas films. And as we rapidly approach the end of this franchise, they're only going to get crazier. Fast X is a great leap into the insanity, but know that if you haven't liked the franchise over the last few entries, you certainly won't like this one either. But for some reason, I absolutely love these completely ridiculous popcorn movies so much that despite what critics are saying, I actually recommend this movie. Oh, and Fun fact, the word family is used 56 times. Family. 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 I give Fast X a B plus. It feels like summer, so you best get that mop dialed in with a fresh cut. Nick and the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. 
Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with a couple of teaser trailers. Coming soon to a motion picture theater near you. First up, hot off of its premiere at Cannes this week, Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon. The Osage took their name from Missouri and Osage Rivers. Neukonska. Children of the Middle Waters. Move, said the great white father. There are many, so many hungry wolves. Can you find the wolves in this picture? Can you find the wolves in this picture? At the turn of the 20th century, oil brought a fortune to the Osage Nation, who became some of the richest people in the world overnight. The wealth of these Native Americans immediately attracted white interlopers who manipulated, extorted, and sold as much Osage money as they could before resorting to murder. Based on a true story and told through the improbable romance of Ernest Burkhart, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, and Molly Kyle, played by Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon is an epic Western crime saga where real love crosses paths with unspeakable betrayal. Also starring Robert De Niro and Jesse Clemens, Killers of the Flower Moon is directed by Academy Award winner Martin Scorsese from a screenplay by Eric Roth and Martin Scorsese based on David Grant's best-selling book. Killers of the Flower Moon releases in theaters on October 6th before premiering on Apple TV later this year. Another trailer worth taking a look at is watching Tom Cruise run again in Mission Impossible Dark Reckoning Part 1. The world is changing. Truth is vanishing. War is coming. His fate is written. Shall we write yours too? If anything happens to them, there's no place that I won't go to kill you. That is written. Ethan, what's your objective? What's your ultimate objective? Your life will always matter more to me than my own. None of our lives can matter more in this mission. I don't accept that. Ethan Hunt and his IMF team embark on their most dangerous mission yet to track down a terrifying new weapon that threatens all of humanity before it falls into the wrong hands. With control of the future and the fate of the world at stake and dark forces from Ethan's past closing in, a deadly race around the globe begins. Confronted by a mysterious all-powerful enemy, Ethan is forced to consider that nothing can matter more than his mission, not even the lives of those he cares about most. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 hits theaters on July 12th, with Part 2 on June 28th of 2020. 24. In casting news, it has been confirmed that Brianna Hildebrand and Shaloli Katsuna will be returning as Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Yukio, respectively, in Deadpool 3. God, you're a douche. Bye, Ray. Bye, Yukio. Sean Levy is directing the film with Ryan Reynolds returning as the Merc with the Mouth. Also confirmed for returns are Karen Sony, who played Dopinder, Deadpool's friend and cab driver, Leslie Uggams, who plays Blind Al, Wade's roommate, Marina Baccarin, who plays Deadpool's fiance Vanessa, Stefan Capicich, who plays the X-Man Colossus, and Rob Delaney, who returns as the human X-Force member Peter. Deadpool 3 will also feature Hugh Jackman reprising his role as Wolverine, as well as Emma Corrin and Matthew McFadden. Over in the rumor mill, Christopher Christopher Lloyd, who is now 84, 
Great Scott was recently interviewed by Variety, where he said that he would be interested in doing another sequel to Back to the Future. He said, quote, I would love to do a sequel, but I think Bob Zemeckis and producer Steven Spielberg felt that they told the story in the three episodes, but if somebody has a brilliant idea that would justify a fourth film, it might happen. In reference to co-star Michael J. Fox, Lloyd said, quote, there was a certain ease between us. I didn't have to struggle to get there with Michael. There was never any conflict. It just fit. And it's never stopped. I feel like we could do it again after all these years and not think about the relationship between Marty and Doc. On the flip side, Michael J. Fox has said he has little interest in returning to the Back to the Future franchise, despite Christopher Lloyd's curiosity. He said, quote, I'm sure somebody thought about it, but I was in the early stages of Parkinson's at that point, so I don't know that I would have wanted to take that on. Right after Part 3 had done well, there might have been conversations about it, but I never got involved in them. I think Bob Zemeckis and Bob Gale have been really smart about that. I don't think it needs rebooting, because are you going to clarify something? You're going to find a better way to tell the story? I doubt it. This is, uh, this is like stepping back in time. <laughs> The past is prologue, Michael. Men like us have to keep looking to the future. What the hell are you talking about? I also in the rumor mill, Eddie Murphy is currently in negotiations to star in an upcoming reboot of The Pink Panther, which would have him star as Inspector Clouseau. MGM have been developing a new Pink Panther movie for quite some time, with Jeff Fowler, the director of Sonic the Hedgehog, having signed on to helm the project in 2020 from a script by Chris Bremner. Murphy will next be seen reprising his role of Axel Foley in the fourth installment of the Beverly Hills Cop franchise, which will be titled Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley. The film will debut on Netflix, but no official release date has been set. Moving to the small screen, a new teaser trailer was released for the upcoming Secret Invasion series that'll find Samuel L. Jackson reprising his role of Colonel Nick Fury. That invasion is here, Rhodey. And we can't even tell who the invaders are. This war is one I have to fight. Alone. This world is burning, and it was you who lit the match. Tick-tock, Nick. This is personal most wanted man on the planet. Well, Mama always said I was special. Nick Fury learns of the secret invasion of Earth by a faction of shape-shifting Skrulls. Fury joins his allies, and together they race against time to thwart an imminent Skrull invasion and save humanity. The series will star Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, Kobe Smulders as Maria Hill, Ben Mendelsohn as Talos, Don Cheadle as James Rhodey Rhodes, and Amelia Clark as Gaia. Marvel's secret invasion begins streaming on Disney Plus on June 21st. Over at Hulu, it has been confirmed that the newest reboot of the series Futurama is set to hit the streaming service on July 24th. Season 11 of Futurama will bring developments in the epic love story of Fry and Leela, the mysterious contents of Nibbler's litter box, the secret history of evil robot Santa, and the whereabouts of Kiff and Amy's tadpoles. Over at the CW, a number of live-action TV series have officially been cancelled. These include the Powerpuff Girls, the Archie series Jake Chang, the Arrowverse series Justice U, and a female-led Zorro series. Brad Schwartz, the CW's president of entertainment, explained to TV Line that the IPs have been given back to their own studios, and they're free to develop those and sell them anywhere they would like. Over in Disney World, it has been confirmed that Disney is closing Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser later this year. The two-day hotel experience gave guests the chance to step into a completely immersive Star Wars world, but had the hefty cost of almost $6,000 for a family of four. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser opened at Disney World Resort in March of 2022 and will be closing its doors permanently on September of 2023. In a statement, Disney said, quote, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser 
Fundraiser is one of our most creative projects ever and has been praised by our guests and recognized for setting a new bar for innovation and immersive entertainment. This premium boutique experience gave us the opportunity to try new things on a smaller scale of 100 rooms, and as we prepare for its final voyage, we will take what we've learned to create future experiences that can reach more of our guests and fans. If you happen to have $6,000 laying around, the final voyage of the Halcyon ship will take place on September 28th to the 30th. And finally, we end today on a couple pieces of sad news. According to the Video Archives podcast Twitter feed, writer-director Quentin Tarantino has confirmed that actor Rick Dalton has officially passed away at the age of 90. Rick was probably best known for his roles in the hit TV series Bounty Law and the Fireman Trilogy. If that name still does not sound familiar, that's because it's the character that was played by Leonardo DiCaprio in Tarantino's film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But in true sad news, it was announced this weekend that legendary NFL player turned actor Jim Brown has passed away at the age of 87. Brown was widely considered to be one of the greatest football players of all time, where he spent nine seasons with the Cleveland Browns. His bruising running style redefined the running back position. His first acting job was appearing in the 1964 Western Rio Conchos, and he later racked up nearly 60 screen acting credits, including an episode of I Spy and the film's Dark of the Sun, Riot, Any Given Sunday, He Got Game, and Mars Attacks. Brown is survived by his wife Monique and his six children. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, swearing is for song lyrics only and stub toes. <laughs>